Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. We are so loaded up with great stuff today. We're going to have a tough time getting in traffic and weather together every three minutes on the twos, but whoa. we're going to make it happen. Whoa, whoa. We will make it happen. Oh, my. Yeah, because that's... that a threat? No, no. I'm just saying. It felt like you know, it We're was. working really hard for you to, and to make sure that you get to work and school on time. Are you going to give alternate saying. routes? Do we have time for those? Uh, no. Oh. You'll have to find your own today. But isn't that what uh, GPS is for? I guess so, yeah. I think so. It replaced the uh, <clears throat> ubiquitous traffic guy. Yep. Or get out a map. I don't know. Whoa. Do those exist anymore? Can you I'm get a map anywhere? You, when I try to explain to my kids maps? the olden times when we actually had maps and we had to right? pull over and, and unfold them and run our finger, okay, where's right? this? And oh, my goodness, it just blows their mind. But then, of course, there was this problem. I personally believe uh-huh. that U.S. Yep. Americans are unable to do so. Because? Because uh, yeah. some mm. people people out there in our nation in don't our nation. have maps. Some don't have maps. Uh, I believe it, that our ed- education, like such as in such South as? Africa yeah. and the South uh, Africa, Iraq, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. Everywhere like such as. I believe that they should, they should uh, our education over here our, in over the U.S. should the help US. the U.S. Help the U.S. should help no. South Africa. The South Africa. It should help the Iraq and the Asian country. The Iraq and so the Asian country. So we will be able to build up our future. Right. Right. That's, Thank you, Miss South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> teen. Miss teen, teen South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Mario Lopez had to know that that was going to live in infamy before she was even done speaking. Right? It certainly has lived in infamy here. <laughs> I think everybody else kind of let it go eventually. <laughs> yeah. Not this show. Not Are us. you kidding me? There's nothing that this show lets go. Not us. <laughs> nope. Uh, boy, if you have a map, though, that, that, that takes you from uh, the Iraq to South Africa. And everywhere like such as? Like, yeah, you're never getting there. No. Mm-mm. Also today, Brad Meltzer. We're going to talk to him. He joins us in about 90 minutes-ish. And uh, he's got two new books out. One, I Am Anne Frank. And uh, I, am I Am Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, good stuff. Really I love good. that series, the I Am series. He it's does, awesome. He does such a great job. Everything that man touches is gold. Yeah. Uh, this would have come in handy before we asked the moron trivia question, who wrote Anne Frank's diary. Um, if, they'd, if they'd read this children's book, Brad Melchard's book, they might have known. Yeah. But. Yeah. I learned a fun fact in there. Like uh, She named her diary uh, Kitty. Oh, she did? So she'd write every time she'd do an entry. Because, I, I mean, I've read the mm-hmm. book like back in sixth grade, but I had forgotten mm-hmm. that, that she uh, she named her diary Kitty. Seems like at one point it was almost mandatory in yeah. schools that you had to read that kind of stuff. But and That was the days of maps. Yeah. So. yeah. Back in the day when you needed to you needed to learn things. <laughs> and, and the students didn't control the schools. Of course, now the students are right. in complete control of mm-hmm. every school system Man. and every university system. For instance... State of Texas in Austin at UT. Uh, the marching band has just decided they're not going to play the school song anymore. We're not going to do it. I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you're you're not going. They're not going to play the Eyes of Texas anymore. What? Yeah. Oh no. What, is there a word in it? <laughs> There's an undertone oh. in it, and you can't have a song with an undertone. You just can't do it. <laughs> they have to all be overtones, <laughs> or I don't. I don't, it's unbelievable. Okay. You know, after the for like 120 years, Texas has done this. At the end of the game, yeah. they all they play the eyes of Texas, and they all kind of sway back and forth after the football game, win or lose. I think, right? 
and and it's a, this huge tradition. Now we're not gonna we're not gonna play it. What? I'm just I'm looking at the lyrics right now. What's the undertone? I don't know. Now here come the girls in that pretty red Ford. I think that's a different song. Oh yeah, I you're think right. That might be the uh, oh some my. other eyes of Texas. Oh my gosh, it totally is. I just started yeah. rolling through it without even looking. <laughs> but yeah, but you're talking about the. Deep in the no, that's no, not, that's I, another gosh, song too. I am. <laughs> that's a. Uh, I can name this song in zero notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm checking out. What, what's the What's the eyes of Texas then? I know uh, I'd know it if I heard it, right? Yes, you'd know it if you heard it. Yeah, I, I doubt we can play it because. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll get flagged totally. Uh, but. Oh, <laughs> that goes a little something like that, and then it. Oh, I totally now. But I, got it. I think there's a. I think it's a slow version though. I'm trying to think. But the drum major Somebody has, from UT, someone a fan, just call us up and hum yeah, it for us. Just hum it. 888-900-3393. That would be great. And just hum the song for us, and then we won't get busted for playing it, and I won't look like an even bigger idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can't guarantee All right, that. see, there we go. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's going to be <laughs> there's there's almost be two hours of, of opportunities for me to do that. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, the band members have taken a stand. Multiple organizations on the school's campus have been pushing for a change in the alma mater, starting with athletes. In June 2020, a group of UT athletes wrote a letter requesting that players be no longer forced to sing The Eyes of Texas and replace it with a song without racist undertones. Oh, no. Here we go. Soon after, members of the university band also decided to take a stand, including drum major Ali Morales once I saw the statement from the football team and learned the history of the eyes of Texas, it was really easy to make the decision. I didn't want to be a part of or initiate a school song that excludes any members of the university, whether it be current students, alumni, professors, family of students, or just fans. Okay. Okay. So every song now has to include every single person, every single group, every special interest. Come on. Man. Okay, if you won't play it and you're a member of the band, guess what? You're not a member of our band anymore. We'll find somebody who will play the stupid song. I mean, are they working for A&M? Yeah. Or are, are, are you working <laughs> for A&M now? <laughs> you see? You, 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 you dr- d- d- drum majors are screwy. That's what you are. That's true, actually. Yeah. You're screwy. What the, uh, wait, hold on. Now... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna. My third time's a charm, right? <clears throat> yeah. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. Thank you. The eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get away. Okay. Do not think you can escape them at night or early in the morn. There the you go. The eyes of Texas are, are upon, upon you, you till Gabriel blows his horn. There it is. How biblical dare imagery. you talk about Gabriel? There was a biblical. How dare you? Imagery tucked in at the end. I see what they try to sneak it in there. Is there a secret? Like a uh, verse that includes, plus we hate black people. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something like that in there? Because I, I don't think that even had an undertone. Did it? So wait, uh, uh, the lyrics are set to the two. Oh, I've been working on the railroad? Yes. Oh. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I know that song. Mm-hmm. Or that hum. Yeah. It's almost like University Eyes of, of Texas are upon you. Yeah. So now, so now we have to go and look at the "I've been working on the railroad" lyrics, and see if those are offended. This is stupid. Let's uh, look for is. some new it's way so to stupid. act offended, not actually be offended, just merely act offended to tear down. Yeah. Yep. Ridiculous. Yep. <sighs> 
it's getting hard. It's harder it's, to take yeah. every single day. Wait till we get to Barack Obama's little uh, oh. rally yesterday I, on a street corner or something. Just mm. really weird. <laughs> really weird. Plus the big debate tonight. Yeah. This is uh, the second debate between uh, Trump and Biden. They're going to mute the microphones. That should be interesting. Wow. Uh, so I think you'll just have them screaming off mic at each totally, other. Totally. The whole time. Uh, but when they when they mute Trump's mic at the debate, mm-hmm. he's got a plan. He's got an oh, action really? plan, I think. Uh, <laughs> like a whiteboard, There it huh? is. Yeah. <laughs> Where's, Where's Hunter? Hunter? <laughs> he's just going to hold up a sign. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Right. You know you will hear Trump off mic multiple times. Absolutely, you will. You're lying, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, that'll be fun. And, you know, he does lie. He's been lying about everything the whole campaign has. And time and time and time again, they just keep hammering the same old tired lies. And for them to be able to get away with this lie, especially about the veterans, when he was in France and he, he didn't go visit the, the cemeteries... Uh, for the World War One veterans. I mean, that's despicable. They, they just keep using the losers and suckers line. Despite the fact it's been completely discredited, it's been totally debunked, and they just keep saying it. Doesn't matter to them. Truth just doesn't, doesn't matter to these people. Uh, so, yesterday, President Trump, though, on the campaign trail, gave a shout-out. Oh, Check this shout out out. out. <laughs> and with us as well are members of the incredible Lumbi Katawa. What? Tribes. Wait. <laughs> what? Is that like their formal name? I guess so. Katawa. Where are they? Oh, look at you the guys. Beautiful, wow. The beautiful wow. Lumbi. That's a good looking Katawa. group of people. Oh, my. Oh, no. Lumbi Kawa. No. Thank no. you very Lumbi much for We appreciate it. And we're working with you, and you have a great congressman in Dan. You Bro. know that, right? What is it now? Right, Dan. I'll it's a Lumbi. You. You're lucky you have Dan. <laughs> okay, so we got Did three. he get it wrong? Dang it. He should have just stuck with Lumbi Tribe. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Lumb- Lumbi Tribes here. Yeah. You're welcome for your high-speed internet, Cat- by the way. Yeah, it's Catawba, I guess. Catawba? Uh, it's C-A-T-A-W-B-A, not... Play that again. Play that one more time. Katawa. No, play that again. Beautiful And with us as well are members of the incredible Lumbi Katawa. Oh, no. Oh, no. Katawa. Is that how they pronounce it, maybe? Is it possible? Let's just say yes. Yes. Katawa. All right. Of course, we just know about Virginia Locklear. Mm. No, uh, no from, excuse me, Rhonda? Rhonda Locklear, Locklear. I'm sorry. She's Rhonda a, Locklear. She names herself yeah. of the Lumbee tribe. She didn't say anything about That's Catawba right. That's right. or Catawa, anything about that. My name is Rhonda Locklear. Right. I'm from Pembroke. Pembroke. And I'm a member of the Lumbee tribe oh. of North Carolina. All right. Welcome. I have two children. Children. And like any mother, mother. I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Jacob, my Jacob. oldest, is my a transferring student oldest. to UNC Pembroke. Okay. And Isaac is in the eighth grade at Pembroke Middle School. Tell us a heart-wrenching story now. Like most families mm-hmm. across the state 
who either who don't have access don't have to high-speed internet yeah. who, or who can't afford it. Can't afford it. We were stuck with dial-up service in no. our home until two months ago. Until just two months ago. I feel that this has put my family, she feels like my it. sons in particular, at a, at a severe, severe disadvantage. A crippling, a crippling disadvantage. She's so, she's so understated mm -hmm. here. This is a crippling disadvantage. <laughs> Isaac depends on the internet. Uh -huh. To complete to his complete assignments his for assignments. school. Sure. And, yeah. and to surf for porn, okay. of course. He uses the internet to mm -hmm. work on reports, projects. Mm, sure. Project. Or often, at often, times. Often, at times. Yeah. To just do research. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Like, like Tubin? Yes. I watched him struggle mm -hmm. with the dial-up service with the dial -up. and observed him get frustrated. He's observed it. Because he could not move around on the web like, like he likes and needed to do. And needed to do. Mm -hmm. Seemingly easy assignments Seemingly. took him hours to complete. Mm. Hours, no. It's very no. disheartening to watch. watch. Isaac got very upset. No, don't say discouraged, that. Discouraged and frustrated, was frustrated because he could not do what, what he, he needed to do. Yeah. As a mother, mother, it breaks my heart and causes me to feel, feel. that I have failed him well, you in have. some way. You have until two months ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it's embarrassing. That uh, just two months and ten years ago, you know, she she got actual high speed internet. Think about that. She got what she needed there yeah, without two having months to do that. that. Yeah. If if they had called that off because oh wait we, we already have it there. Never mind. You don't need to show. We would not have this audio gold. But somebody yes. said, look, we already bought the ticket. It's non refundable. Right. Just get on the plane. Come here. Do a sob story, and we'll put you on there. Tell 15. us what it was like two months ago. Right. Because we got to hear that story. Very compelling. We got to get high speed internet for free into the Lumbee tribe. Into the, the Lumbee Katawa tribe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, uh, it's, oh, so great. Yo, Semites. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. 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 Semites. Semites. Just send a shout out to, to the Semites. Yo. How are you, Semites, doing? <laughs> uh, if, if you're not aware, that is a reference to a previous uh, President oh, Trump uh, yeah. gaffe that mm -hmm. uh, was very, in particular, uh, memorable. Mm -hmm. where, it sure was. Where he was talking about Yosemite. This old faithful burst into the sky Who's when they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites. <laughs> Yosemites. Yosemites. I'm talking about the Yosemites here. The beautiful, beautiful Yosemites. You don't know this, Yosemites. Yeah. I, I know that you you and I both know, and and so do they. So do the Democrats. Uh, that I know the Yosemites. So is that what, <laughs> that what he says when he gets off a plane in Jerusalem? Yo, Semites. <laughs> so great. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's going to be fantastic tonight. Oh, I can't wait for this. He's got to make up some. He's got to make up some territory tonight. Yeah. Because uh, the it didn't come out well. After the first debate. This is it. This is it. This is his last chance to show Joe Biden uh, and for what he is and who he is and to show himself for who he is and what he's done. And I, I'm i just afraid that he's not going to get the opportunity to say a lot of things that need to be said and clear up a lot of the lies that, it, that continue to be told. How many Americans have already voted now? What are we up to? Uh, wow. It seems like I saw the... 40 million number today? 40? I think it was 40 million have already voted. 
Wow. Oh, yeah, that's incredible. Incredible. All right. Uh, we got to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Right. Uh, very proud to be able to tell you about Bowl and Branch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do millions of Americans and three former U.S. presidents all have in common? They all agree that Bowl and Branch sheets are the softest and most comfortable. Pure o- organic cotton sheets, the most comfortable on earth. Uh, Bowl and Branch cotton. It's rain fed. Pesticide-free, carries the highest organic certification. That's why it is so soft. You know, I, I, years ago, I didn't care what kind of sheet. I, you could burlap. You could have, I wouldn't care. Uh, I have become, since experiencing Bull and Branch sheets, kind of picky about what I sleep on um, because these are so comfortable. And I'm telling you that <clears throat> once you have these sheets, you won't be able to go back. They are fantastic. Uh if you've ever gone out looking for really high-quality sheets with the really high thread count, that's what most people really, uh, that's what they focus on, the high thread. These are, the thread count is 47,000 on these sheets. That's Ooh. like, yeah, we weave 47,000 threads together to form. It's, it's incredible. But these start with just incredible cotton, and they end up being incredibly soft. And so you pay a lot less money because they go direct to you. Oh, I like that formula. Yeah, they don't have to pay the big mall prices or the the strip mall prices that you're you're paying for their really nice showroom. You don't have to do that. Because they sell direct to you these bowl and branch sheets that would be about a thousand bucks. Uh start at just one hundred and sixty bucks. Hundred and sixty dollars. Thousand dollar quality for a fraction of the price. Plus, here's the thing <clears throat> there's no risk. If you don't like them, you just send them back. Try them out free for a month, and then just send them back. You've lost nothing. And right now, you'll get $50 off any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code PGRAY. Okay? A little different than it usually is. PGRAY. It's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code PGRAY for 50 bucks off. The already incredibly low price on these sheets. Bolandbranch.com, promo code P Gray. Restrictions may apply. See Bolandbranch.com for all the details. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, we are trying to help you not despair. So when we give you all the crappy news that keeps piling up every day, we try to juxtapose it with some good things, Hmm. give you a little bit of hope. Okay. And there is a pollster now. We haven't read this yet, right? No, you started to yesterday, ran out of time, and here we go. There is a pollster who thinks that Donald Trump is ahead. The Upstart Trafalgar Group. Yeah, that's right. We started to talk (laughs) about it and didn't get to it. But they don't see 2020 the same way everybody else does. This this is... uh, really nice to hear that there's somebody out there who is who has done a poll and trump is actually ahead in this if you're a firm believer only in polling averages this probably isn't super meaningful but if you're familiar with trevolger's success in 2016 it had trump leading in michigan and pennsylvania and in 2018 ron DeSantis winning his gubernatorial race uh so it they do have some validity 
It's worth knowing, though, that uh, not everybody agrees that Joe Biden is nine points ahead or 15 points ahead or what everybody else is claiming. Uh, Trafalgar's approach focuses on accounting for the so-called social desirability bias. That means, Mm -hmm. is it desirable to want Trump to win and to be able to say, yeah, I'm a big Trump supporter? And the answer to that is no because you'll get bludgeoned for it. In some cases, you might even lose your job over it. Or your teeth, as we have video oh later. Oh, my gosh. Oof. Yeah, that's that's tough to watch. Uh, but um, the phenomenon has showed up as long ago that in the, in the, uh, in the, 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 in the uh, polling that they use for Trafalgar. Uh, they note that there's a so-called Bradley effect when the African-American mayor of uh, Los Angeles, Tom Bradley, underperformed his polling in a gubernatorial race. It's been the hallmark of the Trump era, and uh, it's, it's easy to overlook, and all the other polls do. So how does, uh, how does Trafalgar see the race? Mm-hmm. Fundamentally as a motivation race rather than a persuasion race with perhaps one and a half percent of most of the electorate undecided in battleground states. Yeah, I, I doubt it's even one and a half percent. So Trump just has to get his base out, huh? Yes, okay. supposedly. He believes, uh, this pollster believes, that Trump will win North Carolina and Florida and discounts Biden's chances in Georgia because the Republican base vote is too big there. Same is true in Texas. As for Arizona, I think Trump has the lead. Mm-hmm. I think McSally has some ground to make up. I see her about five points behind Trump, but... You know, uh, he does have Trump leading in Arizona. Everybody else will tell you that Biden has overtaken uh, Trump in in Arizona. I believe, he says, this pollster, I believe Pennsylvania to be the number one state that Trump could win and have stolen due to voter fraud. Okay, well, that's not exactly hopeful. That's not, not, we didn't want that part of it. I mean, we know this. No. (laughs) So Pennsylvania. In Michigan, Trafalgar has Trump ahead. Mm-hmm. Think he'll win Michigan, the pollster says. Overall, he sees another Trump win. If it all happened right now, my best guess is that it would be an electoral college victory in the high, t- uh, in the high to low. Okay, high two seventies to low two eighties. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's what they're trying to. Write. I mean, I've got it at uh, two sixty nine to two sixty nine because it's the year twenty twenty, and that's uh, par for the course. Now that would suck. <laughs> I mean, that for would not real. be good. So he, uh, anyway, this this Trafalgar uh, pollster thinks two seventy eight ish to two eighty one ish. It's good, there's going to be a problem if it's that if it's that close. I'm just afraid that there's there's going to be some issues. People are going to say, "Yeah, he stole it. Mm-hmm. He stole it." Whereas if he wins three thirty to you know two twenty or whatever it would be. Yeah, it's a little harder to take, you know, to steal that many. Oh, I. Uh, you, to, you mean perception wise? Yes. Yes. Perception wise. Okay, but this is the same uh, uh, left that uh, I'm trying to. What was the 2016 electoral? What was the final uh, electoral map there? Because he won huge there. I mean, they were narrow victories. But uh, wasn't it 330 something to? Nah. It's 306 to 232, and they still say, you know, Russia this, and Russia did that, and they influenced, and they 
Well, true. So I mean, it doesn't matter. He could literally do a 1984 Reagan landslide, <laughs> and they'd be like, he "Stole it! Yeah, he stole it! The Russians! He's getting collusion with the Russians!" Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so what, what's uh, Kamala from California? Joe Biden. So if Delaware and California are the only two states, oh, that would be so awesome that uh, Biden gets. They'll still bitch and moan that he stole it from. Biden. Well, they've set it up that there's no other way for him to win yep. other than cheating. Uh, Biden just said it late last week. Uh, you'll know if there's uh, the chicanery, I think he called it, at the polls, if Biden wins because that's the only, or if Trump wins because that's the only way they can. Well, okay, thank you for that uh, dangerous setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for essentially telling your radicals, your the extremists who follow your every movement, uh, to go ahead and set fire to their to their cities because that's what will happen uh frightening it's just frightening that's fun right so there's your hope for the day good (laughs) (laughs) wait wait did we land on hope is that where we wrapped it it up it didn't feel like it at the end no it did not did it i feel like like we we kind of i think we kind of came full circle that's what we did (laughs) right we instead of going 180 we went 360 like we had the hope in our hand yeah, and then we kind of and then we snatched it out it of our hand, and threw it away. Threw it in the garbage can, <laughs> and we're like, "All right, there's your hope." Yeah, over there in the garbage can. All right, let me give you a little more hope. Oh, what do you got? Uh, there's there's a governor's race going on in Utah, and something really unusual. Ha- I've never seen this happen before. This is uh, huge. It shows that maybe we can set aside some of our differences and get together. The Republican and Democrat candidates for governor in Utah got together and recorded this ad. I'm Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. We are currently in the final days of campaigning against each other to be your next governor. And while I think you should vote for me. Yeah, but but really you should vote for me. There are some things we both agree on. We can debate issues without degrading each other's character. We can disagree without hating each other. And win or lose in Utah, we work together. So let's show the country that there's a better way. My name's Chris Peterson. And I'm Spencer Cox. And we we approve approve this message. Wow. Oh, that's uh, Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's sweet. (laughs) We can get along. Get along. We can disagree without being disagreeable. Write that down. That's pretty catchy. Nah, never, nah nobody, nobody will ever repeat it. Kidding me? <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder if uh, <laughs> if there's any other place on Earth where that could possibly happen. Oh, Utah. Huh? I wonder if they share something in common. Um, let's see here. Let's check out the, uh, the polls. <laughs> look there. into the religious background of the two gubernatorial candidates. No, in no. Utah. I'm looking <laughs> to see if there's a third party candidate. It's like screw that. Vote for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, Vote for me, and I'll bash both their heads in. <laughs> That's the one who's going to win. Uh huh. Well, because we've done a another three sixty, we brought it right back around. <laughs> Boy, we are <laughs> good at this. <laughs> we okay. can take any little ray of hope and just turn it off. Wait a minute. Hold on. The, yeah. The uh, the Republican is up twenty four. So the Democrats like, sure, I'll do whatever ad you want. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of money. Yeah. I'm out of time. Nobody wants me. Sure, I'll do your I mean, unity it, ad. Yeah. He's uh, up by 24 points. I mean, it's down from his lead wow. in August, which was at 
32 points. Jeez. So he's down to 24 points. Again, I'm I'm saying if you're a third party candidate, you got a chance to exploit this. So uh, <laughs> get to cracking on that uh, TV spot of your own. Okay, well, good. <sighs> all right. But that was that. I mean, that was a breath of fresh air, right? Yeah. It was. And you're sitting there watching football, yes, and you're sick of all these ads. I mean, my goodness, Jeffy alluded to it yesterday. These Biden ads, every single break. My goodness. I can't believe the kind of ad campaign he's yeah. running uh on sunday you cannot escape it yeah if you're watching nfl football you're gonna see multiple and uh, joe biden ads you're seeing that in texas okay y- yes imagine if we were an actual battleground state because mm. uh wow that's gotta be I, I don't know i don't know how much more saturation you can have than what we're experiencing here but i'm sure it's happening and they keep saying trump is cash strapped so you i rarely if ever see ads uh, that support uh, Donald Trump, even from the, you know, even from the PACs, the political action committees, mm. uh, and they should have some money, you would think, in their coffers. But I, I don't, I don't see any ads for him. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> it seems like uh, the the cash is with Biden, but the support is with Trump. That's what it feels it does, like. It does feels like. I and I hope it's true. I hope it, I hope that's reality, uh, and not just our feelings, because you know what happens when you go by your feelings. What happens alone? Uh, you usually lose. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't care for that. Yeah, I don't care for it either. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be interesting. We're less than two weeks away now. I mean, we are in the home stretch, and uh, hope you're stocked up on some some stuff at your house. What like uh, eggs, butter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You eggs Water. and butter. Yeah. Make sure Bullets. that you clean. Oh, firearms! Oh, I never even thought of that. No, yeah. I was talking about like, yeah. clean Ammo. your clean your eggs. <laughs> you got two weeks to clean your eggs. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, everything's gonna be fine. Don't even uh-huh. worry about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Unleashed. Oh, by the way, Blaze Media is offering what I think is our most important discount ever. Oh. $30 off an annual subscription. 30 bucks. Wow. So that means Blaze TV would be available for the incredibly low price of $5.75 a month. I'm glad you, you did the math. Can't beat it. I actually didn't. It was written here for me, which is really appropriate. That's uh that's helpful, yeah. right? Yeah, that way I didn't have to do it on the fly. <laughs> so five seventy-five a month. There's wow. power and truth and strength in numbers. That's why you need to join Blaze TV with this massive discount. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Offer code Pat. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Offer code Pat. And you get that 30 bucks off. All right, got some tweets here. Carolina Bulldog tweets. How many mosquitoes <laughs> will come out of this debate? I'm sorry, how many what? <laughs> do, do, they, do they need to write that for you as well? How many mosquitoes? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is today. I'm having a... It's, uh, it's a Joe Biden uh, 45 minutes or so that's been going on here. How many misquotes? <laughs> Not mosquitoes. Yeah. Because there'll probably be no mosquitoes that come out of it. If they see a well, mosquito, there was a fly? I think the, the, there was a fly in the vice presidential that's debate. That's true. That's true. Maybe it'll be uh, the mosquito debate. I, <laughs> the mosquito I don't know. Debate twenty twenty. 
Trump had a mosquito land on him and it sat there sucking his blood for two minutes and he didn't do anything about it. That proves he's evil right there. Oh. So how many misquotes will come out of this debate, according to Wonders uh, Carolina Bulldog? Mm-hmm. Carolina Bulldog wasn't apparently concerned about the mosquitoes. Yeah, what, what, I don't even know don't why. Care I about don't the know why. Mosquitoes. The Steve 42 tweets, I'm offended that this song is not offensive. Oh, yeah. The eyes of Texas. <laughs> I know. Eugene Tackleberry, I live in Cincinnati. Catawba is actually a very popular wine around here. Uh-huh. It's Catawba. Catawba. It's not... It's not, well, what, what did the president say? And with us as well are members of the incredible, incredible. Lumbee, Lumbee. Katawa tribes. <laughs> oh, my. No, no man. I don't know. Come on now. No. He has the best words. Let's not forget that. Okay. He has the best words. Uh-huh. Even if he has to make some of them up. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've had a tough time this morning, too. So, right, that's true. Uh, yeah, who am like, I? Who am I? Who among us? Right. First of all, <laughs> at Disney World, uh, the worst fears about the virus have not come true. They were really afraid some things were going to go right. In July, one infectious disease expert said Walt Disney World's reopening was a, quote, terrible idea, unquote. That was inviting disaster. Social media users attacked Disney as irresponsible and clueless for pressing forward. <laughs> Even as coronavirus cases surged in Florida, a few aghast onlookers uh, turned Disney World marketing videos into parody trailers for horror films. <laughs> Attendance has been lower than anticipated. Yeah, people are scared. <sighs> Travel agents say uh, families have been postponing Christmas time plans to vacation at the Orlando Wait, Resort. That's not because I'm sorry. I'm I, my family was supposed to go there for the holidays, and we're not. Avoiding it because we're scared. We're you don't avoiding want to wear the mask. I'm not the whole wearing time, a right? mask. Yeah. To go to Disney World. Shut up. I mean, you're there all day, so that would mean that all day long you have to wear that mask. I Out. guess, except when you sit down to eat outdoors. Yeah, outside. Outdoors. Yeah, and remember they they were so stringent that they were um they they were banning you from eating and walking at the same time. Oh, that's right. They're like, oh no, we see what you're pulling. You're pulling the. The trick on the plane, you know, where you sit there and eat uh, trail mix for three and a half <laughs> hours cross country. Uh, so, so they, they can't win. So, so they're 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 ridiculed for opening, mm-hmm. and they're ridiculed for the masks. Mm-hmm. How about you just go back to normal? Can we not do that? No, we can't. no, we can't. No, we can't do that. We cannot go. Well, there is. This is the new normal, Keith. Okay, this is the new normal now, or as uh, somebody just put it, the new world order. Where was that? Was that a that was, that was a UN an, rep? That wasn't was an it? Australian official Australian. that uh, slipped and said that. Oopsies! Or remember, um, the, the, the famous quote from Calvin Coolidge in that uh, short period between his presidency and his death. Yeah. When FDR was elected, he said, "I feel I am no longer fit for these times." Man, can we relate to that or what? So true. Uh, these times are finding that many sporting events are not being viewed by uh, a lot of Americans. Apparently, the Stanley Cup final this year is down six, was down 61%. Who won the Stanley Cup? Uh, that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning in six okay. games over the Dallas Jeez, Stars. the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Rays are in the World Series. Well, and now Just tied got, it up, 1-1. Yeah, and you got Brady, you know, making got the Brady. Buccaneers excited. Yeah. Super Bowl's in Tampa. I'd wow. just like to remind everyone. Wow. 
Yeah. By the way, uh, just exciting we, time to be in Tampa. Yeah. Let's revisit real quick Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the Stars were screwed and should mm-hmm. have been a game seven. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Down sixty-one percent. That's heavy. Uh, the Preakness was down fifty-six percent in viewership, as was the U.S. Open golf tournament. NBA Finals down forty-nine percent. U.S. Open tennis forty-five percent. Kentucky Derby down forty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. Open golf all four rounds down a whopping 42%. Don't forget the Masters has been moved to mid-November this year, so that hasn't aired yet. Okay. Uh, Major League Baseball Division Series down 40%. Uh, Let's see. Then you go through the Belmont Stakes, 32%. College football regular season is down 30%. Wow. Why? I don't know. Huh. I I don't know, but... That's really weird. Are people just... I mean, they're not, I don't know, maybe they're not wasting their time with football right now or or sporting events, uh, but I would think you'd want that relief sure. in your life. Yeah, Everything's been turned so upside down, we've changed our habits maybe. I, I don't know. This is weird. Uh, the regular season for Major League Baseball was down 26%. The WNBA regular season down 16%. Oh, no. NFL regular season so far down 13%. No, that's not that big of a hit. From what they expected. Right. NASCAR's only down 1%. Okay. Huh. So, so have any sports shown an increase in viewership? Yes. Who's that? The WNBA Finals. Oh, yeah. Up 15%. Now, how does the math work on that? Well, because they went from five viewers to seven. It's, yeah. They went from five last year. That's what it was. But this year, two extra people uh, decided they wanted to see what was going that's on. That's a leap. That's huge. I mean, that is marketing that's working. That's right. For the WNBA, gone from five (laughs) to seven viewers. And those are probably just people that couldn't find the remote after it landed on ESPN 9. Well, one of them was that. The other was uh, one of the WNBA players' parents who had come out of a coma and decided to watch the... NBA, WNBA finals. Now, the rest of the story <laughs> is that watching the WNBA put that parent right back into a coma. Yes. It's, that's wow. the sad tale. But <laughs> You were leaving that part out. I was. Because, again, we have to swoop in and take the hope and just crumble and just it up it. And, and toss it into the garbage Just can. plain crush it. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, we've got all these left-wing corporations. Verizon, for instance. AT&T. Uh, empowering radicals to tear our country apart and funding those efforts. For instance, uh, Verizon sent $10 million to Al Sharpton's group and, and others. And so you get all these things like the impeachment of the president. Um, you get them exploiting the pandemic. There's violent riots that are being funded. They're threatening violence now over filling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court. Plus all the funding of Planned Parenthood. Now, Patriot Mobile is not going to do that. They don't take your money and donate it to left-wing causes. In fact, you can tell them what causes you want your money to go to when once they make their donations. Get the same exact service that the others have, too. The same coverage and better support from this company. It's a company that shares your values. It's a company that supports our police. And they know you don't want a big hassle to make that switch so they make it as easy as possible you can bring your phone to the to the new deal you can or get a new one you can keep your phone number or get a new one get a free month of service or a free phone plus free activation when you use the offer code pat just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat 
or you can call their U.S.-based customer service team. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. What's our more on trivia game tomorrow? Uh, it's going to be the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers at the undefeated Tennessee Titans. Oh, wow. Big game. Yeah. Early in the season. They're both, what, 4-0? I think, I think. Uh, 5-0 and for Tennessee. I All think right. 4-0 for Pittsburgh, something like that. Tennessee's kind of been surprising to me. Wow, that's really. Uh, yesterday, Barack Obama had a massive crowd show up uh, for his campaign appearance. This guy brings... Serious crowds wherever he goes. Check this out. Here he is talking to some Biden supporters on a street corner. And oh. I, I don't know if you'll be able to hear him over the roar of the crowd. Look at that. Woo! Wow. At the end of the day, Do you really need the bullhorn, Barack? Look at that. Two, four, five, and a little kid. Make sure that we're doing everything safely. And then you've got the press. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Because I'm trying to model good hygiene. Oh, model good hygiene. But, Mm -hmm. nevertheless, you know, folks seeing your effort out there is going to be inspiring. Mm. (laughs) Wow. I mean, they they nearly had to shut down the road, like when the Beatles did that uh, rooftop thing, you know? Yeah, almost. So many people out there. Almost. And then the the response to his babbling was impressive. Uh-huh. It was really, really impressive. Big crowd. You don't normally hear this during the daylight hours, <laughs> but he brought it out yesterday at the street corner. Big crowd. Oh, crickets. Big crowd. So, <laughs> literally, that looked like only the workers have right you? at the tent. Yeah, and one person. And have you noticed? And that person was like a four-year-old girl that wandered up to him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you noticed that that whenever they show these um, uh, events, if you will, that uh, that camera operator doesn't do much panning. No. Doesn't show us that there's no, they literally don't. four people off 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 the shot there. <laughs> and everybody else who was there was press taking pictures uh, or filming in some way. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And he had plenty to babble about uh, going after Trump yesterday. Here's some of what he had to say. The only people truly better off than they were four years ago uh, uh, are the billionaires who got his tax cuts. Uh, pause it for a second. <laughs> yeah, right, please. <laughs> will they ever tire? And you know they won't. They will never tire of the Marxist rhetoric. What? Over and over and over and over! They continue to say that the only people who got a tax break were billionaires. Mm-hmm. Such a lie. I mean, I checked my tax bracket yesterday when I saw this, and I got a big tax cut, and I'm not a billionaire. Everybody who pays taxes got a tax cut. I don't know how or why the Republicans continue to let them get away with this line. Why? How do you allow that? Doesn't anybody dispute what they're saying and tell the American people what a stinking lie it is? Total lie. He had more, of course, sadly. (laughs) More lies? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, as we speak, Trump won't even extend relief to the millions of families 
who are having this trouble paying the rent are you or kidding putting me? food on the table because of this pandemic. Pause it. So they're hoping <laughs> been- that you haven't even watched a newscast in the last several weeks or months. Trump is trying to get a relief package passed. Pelosi won't do it. They won't do it. You got progressives coming out against Pelosi. Uh, Andrew Yang in particular saying, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing? Take this deal while they're suffering. Let's and of go. course, what she's doing is playing politics with your life. That's what she's doing. She's saying, well, we'll wait till February. Yeah. They are so confident that they're going to have a clean sweep that they can go much bigger. Right. Oh. And really, if she'd work with Trump, he'd probably go much bigger. No kidding. But no, we got to suffer. Americans are suffering. They're going to have to suffer for the next four or five months because Pelosi wants the credit for this. It's really despicable. And he had more. Bull but crap. he's been doing all right by himself. Pops up. How's he? Okay. As it How about you? Out, this was Pause just it for a second. <laughs> How's he been doing by himself? How has Barack Obama been doing? Seems like he's become a a uh, hundred millionaire. Right. Since uh, leaving office. And um, is what, that okay? What, what What's Trump's uh, take home pay as president? Uh, zero dollars. Oh, okay. So and zero cents. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he uh, donates his entire. Salary to whatever cause uh, every time he receives his salary. This guy signed, just signed a deal with Netflix mm-hmm. that reportedly is up to $100 million. For what? What What kind of entertainment is Barack Obama going to churn out? Yeah, but what you're forgetting is he is taking what would have mm. been the, the, the old tax rate. He's taken the difference that he's saving under the under the Trump tax cuts since he's so wealthy and he's donating that to a great cause. Sure, yeah, you yeah. know that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, being the humanitarian he is. All right, let's hear the rest of this. Must we As can. it turns out, <laughs> this was just reported in the last 48 hours. We know that he continues to do business with China because he's got a secret Chinese bank account. How is that possible? Secret? How is that possible? Chinese? A secret Chinese bank account. Come, bank account. Listen. Can you imagine Please. if I had a secret Please. Chinese bank account? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. When I was running for re-election? Oh, I, can't, I can't imagine it. I can't. I can't all, imagine it. Always about you him. Think, I you, can't. Think my, you think Fox yeah, yeah. News might have been a little concerned Fox about that? News? Pause it for a second. Yeah, you missed There him, might right? have been one TV network that had a problem with it. <laughs> there might have been one. MSNB. See, wouldn't have cared. NB. C wouldn't have cared. <laughs> CBS wouldn't have cared. That's a twofer. <laughs> ABC wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I mean, this guy. Uh, it just reminds you uh, how much you dislike him, doesn't it? Right, right. And by the way, let's not forget that Chinese mm. bank account. I mean, that is easily refuted. Right, he uh, Trump was trying to pursue some business interests there, and in order to so pay he the, set that up to pay the taxes pay in the China, ta- local taxes over there, and yeah. it's been an account that's been has been dormant for five years. <laughs> it's just there, and it's not even under his name. <laughs> Maybe he'll get a chance to explain that tonight at the debate. I hope. No, I hope won't. so. He won't. That's gotta. I mean, that's gotta come up during the foreign policy debate, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Does send it. Boy, didn't you miss Barack Obama? Oh, oh right. Mm. Oh, mm. I mean, never mm. mind the election. We only have twelve more days of hearing him speak again. Speak? You mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. That's speak. True. He, All right. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> 
Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Constitutional stoner tweets. I want Trump to get over 300 electoral votes. Case closed. Hmm. Be nice if it was case closed at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Jeffus of Spoons. Too bad we can't call the election based on rally crowd size. If that was the case, Trump wins in the biggest oh, but. butt whooping ever. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, caffeinated Texan, you guys are such a freaking ray of sunshine, aren't yeah. we, though? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's us. From Tyler, when there's starting to be a little light, Pat snatches despair from the jaws of hope. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't feck less. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I hate when I'm mosquitoed. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, the cell phone juice is loose. Misquotes. <laughs> Misquotes, mosquitoes, tomato, tomato. What's the difference? Uh-huh. <laughs> Debate mosquito tweets. Uh, can we keep <laughs> calling all these doctors and scientists experts? They've been wrong on about 90% of their analysis of COVID. True story. Uh, from Brian Moore. Oh, Keith just called the golf tournament the Masters. Oh. That's worse than saying the words from a Texas college school song. Oh, so I'm right. I'm sorry. The Masters. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Let's just Racist to the golf tournament. Right. <laughs> Be like the football team. <laughs> From Jeffy's 18 Spoons, Pat. Nobody believes that seven people watched the WNBA Finals. Four, maybe five of their girlfriends watched, but not a full seven. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, they're friends who are girls. Yeah, I got you. Right. Mm-hmm. Even Sue Bird said they're mostly gay, right? Mm-hmm. She said we're mostly lesbians. Right. And that's why, apparently, she's claiming one of the reasons why she claims that Americans don't want to watch them, whereas they like to watch the women's soccer team. And I I mean, does anybody really watch women's soccer? I got news for you, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe during the Olympics? Wait, right. Maybe? What was this? Uh, first <clears throat> of all, I, I didn't realize Sue Bird and... Uh... And Megan and Rubino? Rubino? Yeah, we're a thing. They're a thing. But after the mm-hmm. show, when we had this story, um, Rob came in here and said there's a uh, women's soccer league. What? Okay. There's a professional women's soccer yeah, league in America? I guess, or, right? Right, huh. Rob? Yeah, I didn't know okay. about that. Wow. I barely know about the men's professional soccer league. So, I mean, think about that. She says that, that people watch mm. women's soccer more. I didn't even know there was a league. At least I knew you had a league basketball player. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it is weird. Uh, all right. Let me take a minute and tell you about <clears throat> real estate agents I trust. Uh, because if you're trying to sell your home, it's a big challenge. And you need an expert to see you through the process. Because it's, let's face it, it's probably almost certainly the biggest investment you'll ever make in your life. So <clears throat> you need some expert advice on what people are looking for. So these agents can walk you through the process of whether or not you'd need to repaint or replace the countertops or you know maybe update the bathroom or the kitchen or or whatever um this is glenn's company so these agents have been really carefully vetted to make sure they have great marketing plans and uh and and great track records they actually sell homes and help you buy them at the best price the name really kind of says it all real estate agents i trust plus uh, these are fans of the show. That's one of the vetting process uh, principles is that they're fans of the show so that you've got that in common with them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there today. If you're trying to 
buy or sell. Maybe you're relocating and you have to do both. You really need somebody who knows what they're doing. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Uh, the CDC redefining now uh, COVID-19 close contact, and they've added brief encounters. U.S. health officials redefined what counts as close contact. For months, they've said close contact meant spending a solid 15 minutes within six feet of someone who tested positive for the virus. Yesterday, they changed it to a total of 15 minutes or more so shorter but repeated contacts that add up to 15 minutes over a 24-hour period now count. This makes no sense at all. So somebody who's been diagnosed as COVID positive, you spend five minutes with them right now. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe an hour later, you come back, talk to them for two minutes. And then maybe three hours later, you come. If that t- all adds up to 15 minutes so you, over a 24-hour period. So you take the five minutes. Yeah, you take the five, you did, <laughs> add it to the, the seven. Two, the seven. And then you get to you one, and you, you, pretty soon you got 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> wait, wait, this is the dumbest. Okay, keep reading your stupid story. This is stupid. This is stupid. This was triggered by a report on the case of a 20-year-old Vermont correctional officer who was diagnosed with a coronavirus infection. The guard who wore a mask and goggles, had multiple brief encounters with six transferred prisoners before test results showed they were all positive. At times, the prisoners wore masks, but there were encounters Uh in cell doorways or in a recreational room where prisoners didn't have them on. This makes... This is dumb. This is stupid. Because, look... Incredible. Okay, if you're talking to someone for 15 minutes... Uh Uh-huh. It, the I, I think the percentage. And I'm I'm not a doctor. Okay, N- newsflash, but it just takes a moment for that virus to get in there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you've been hanging out for 15 minutes or for five minutes. So if we put the 18 two, minutes together along with the seven minute together, you got 22 <laughs> minutes. You sell it with eight minutes of ads. You got 30 minutes. You got 30 minutes. <laughs> That's not 30 minutes. So, but I'm just saying it just takes a moment. It doesn't matter. It's not like the the virus yeah. is hanging out there looking at its little virus watch going, "Well, right. it's been okay, it's been 14 minutes. It was 12 and a half minutes. Now they've talked for another two and a half. I really wish that Stu character now would come him. back in here for 1 minute and then I got him. I got him. This is the dumbest It's so weird. It is. They don't even. They they don't seriously. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't ever. They don't know ever. It's if you're gonna get infected, you're gonna get infected. It doesn't matter if you're there (laughs) hanging out for 15 minutes or 30 seconds. Okay. Mm. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I can't. This is what a dumb world. (laughs) What a stupid world. And let's just shut down an economy on something we have no understanding of whatsoever. And how do you account for the fact that we spent way more than 15 minutes with Stu? At that debate that night, mm-hmm. and we were much closer than six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, it was probably an hour and a half yeah. to two hours with really close contact, and we're talking about the debate, and none of us got it. Yeah, I didn't get it. Glenn didn't get it. Nobody got it. Just Stu, and he had it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Also, Glenn slept with his wife, who had it, and he never got it. Tanya. Yes. Okay, let's... Yes. Clear that up. Yes. Uh, okay, so... So, 
That is continual close contact. Somebody he's kissed, somebody that they've really had, you know, close contact with. So how do you explain that then? Well, I I, I will say I'm a little personally offended that when Stu did his little contract tracing, uh, Mm -hmm. contact tracing, and was going through the people he encountered throughout the day, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I wasn't uh, contacted. Oh. Uh, Because he and I had a a long discussion. Did you have contact with him? Yeah, we had a long discussion about football uh, right out here in the hallway. Uh um, Uh-oh. Like the day before he vanished. Uh, and uh, and I'm a little hurt that I'm not memorable enough <laughs> to um, buy Stu to be to, in his right. uh, contact tracing right list. I mean, I must yeah. have stood out there and complained about the Atlanta Falcons for a good twelve of those fifteen minutes. Uh-huh. So um, anyway, I, I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, you just, right. there's no rhyme or there's reason no, to this. Yeah, you just don't know. They don't know. They don't know how it passes. They don't know how you contract it. They don't know why. If you're gonna get it, if you're not gonna get it. They, they don't know. So, dude, it just is what it is. It okay? is. Okay, it just is what, what it is. is. It just needs to be more magazine-y. <laughs> right. Just make sure the show's more magazine-y. Right. And it just it is what it is. Dude. <laughs> Somebody explain how 15-minute exposure to a virus is any more serious, whether it's I, one 15-minute thing yeah. or five three-minute things or just 30 seconds. I mean, it just... I cannot begin to understand it. Nobody can. Because it's incomprehensible what they're doing here. And their logic there isn't any logic. There's no rhyme or reason to it. All right. Churches uh in Chile. Or no, no, no. Chile. No, don't do it. Don't no. Stick to your guns, man. Are being burned to the ground. Chile. Uh as uh Antifa is uh protesting a movement anniversary. Mm. So Two churches were torched as tens of thousands of dem- demonstrators gathered in a central Santiago oh, there. square to mark. Oh my gosh! To mark an anniversary of the protest movement that broke out last year, demanding greater equality in Chile. Oh. Chile, Ch- and there, yeah, don't fall. There goes a big portion of the church right there, yeah. as the Antifa members are cheering down That's below. Good. That's good stuff, right? Oh my goodness, it's Man. everywhere. Look at that. That is so sad. <clears throat> it's really that. sad. It's very, very sad. Then, I mean, it didn't. It didn't end there. These these people are just animals, and I I don't I don't know why they hate Christianity uh, as much as they apparently do. Um, you know, I'm looking for the other part of this uh, story because they didn't just burn down. They also scrawled "Death to the Nazarene." On some of these churches. Down there in Chile? Yeah, the anarchists, the radicals, the Antifa protesters. Yeah. Uh, So they destroyed two of the churches. And then uh, they also also did a little vandalism by spray painting death to the Nazarene on the walls of a church. Now what happens if hypothetically now you you showed a cartoon of Muhammad of a different religion... Oh, well, then you die. Yeah, then you're beheaded in the okay. streets. That's what happened yeah. to a teacher in Paris last week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, good stuff. Good stuff, right? But uh, mm-hmm. Great stuff. What's happening down there in... Uh, don't even worry about it. Don't worry don't about it? Don't worry about it. It seems like this violence is <laughs> worldwide in our streets here in America. No, it just seems like that. It's not... That's not I'm really I'm just the perceiving case. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not reality. That is correct. It feels like it's Antifa reality. is an idea. Keith, it's an idea. That's all it is. That was uh, that was Nadler said that right. It was. That was a that was a good bowel day for him mm-hmm. when he said that. Okay. 
Uh, and it's not like this violence is going on here in America. I mean, okay, well, we had the Seattle police car that was set ablaze with the cop inside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's a little look at that happening. Look at that. He's Seattle got like a police stop, dude. A torch. Oh, no. He's running. He throws it into the cop car and. What a hero. This, this police officer who has got. He's burning in the car and is shooting at him. Look at that. Uh, yeah, he suffered from... Wow. I yeah, he got burned. Yeah. Uh, on, I, don't, I forget how much, what percent of his body, but uh, he, was, he was hurt there. Still managed to fire off his weapon. Then you've got the Antifa member who uh, punched the black person, mm. and nobody's talking about this, knocked his teeth out. Uh, let's uh, take a look at that. It's another beautiful moment from Antifa who... Keep in mind, mostly peaceful. He's trying to de-escalate. The black guy yeah. is trying to, let's go, let's get away from these guys. And then let's he gets, walk over here. Let's not be a part of this. Everything's okay. We don't need to fight. And he gets sucker punched by this coward. Oh. Wearing a mask, so his face isn't seen. Hit him back. He's, but he, he doesn't. Well, that's because his teeth are literally falling out of his skull. Yeah, really oh. awful. This is just... I mean, look at this. I mean, they're, like you said, they're animals, man. Animals. Yep. Anyway. And is it it's okay to attack a black man now? Does he support Trump? Yes. Then yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Hmm. Do you want to see the grotesque picture afterward of the teeth? Yeah, it is a, a little disturbing. So oh, uh, there, got, there he okay, is. Yeah. Uh, that's what happened yeah, to him. Yeah, there's another one where he's all punched right in the face. bloodied and just nasty. This Jeez. poor kid. I mean. Uh, now, I guess they did charge the a-hole. Oh, good. Who hit him with a hate crime. Oh, good. So that's great. Good. Is it because the guy... Good. Now, this is an honest question. Is it because the victim was black or because Maybe. the victim had a political ideology that the other guy didn't like? Uh... I don't know, but I'm just glad he got charged. Sure, with something because usually they get away with it. And we've also usually they just go scot free. You know, you got the image of the uh, of the lady at the women's march who ended up in oh, a neck yeah. brace. Yes, uh, we have the photo of her afterwards after her little beating. And these guys are animals, mm -hmm. and we're getting nothing from the uh, Democrats about them. Why aren't they asked? Look at that. There she is. She's. <laughs> Beaten by another Antifa member. And what was her big crime again? Uh, she supported Trump. Whoa. Okay. Well, I was there right. with you until you said that. And that's yeah. too egregious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Right? Now you understand. Seriously. But, you know, at least you're safe in your neighborhood, right? <laughs> uh, no, actually, you're not. Oh, you're no. not? Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait till we read that no. uh, letter that's getting passed around neighborhoods around America. Oh, this is... I hope this is a hoax. I hope it's a hoax. You know, isn't there some thought that this might be a hoax? Yeah, but it's happening in so many places, man. A lot of people are claiming they've gotten this note. Dear neighbor, you've been identified by our group as being a Trump supporter. Your address has been added into our database as a target for when we attack, should Trump not concede the election. We recommend that you check your home insurance policy and make, make sure that it's current and that it has adequate coverage for fire damage. You've been given fair warning. Always remember that it was you that started the civil war. Be prepared to face the severe consequences of your preemptive actions against democracy. Oh, there we go. 
Okay, well, first of all, here we go. We're not a democracy. But uh, secondly, I hope that is a hoax because I I can't imagine Americans leaving that for other Americans. Uh, Not a hoax is the uh, NYPD police car had the brake line cut. So that they got into a wreck. (laughs) Thankfully, everyone's okay. I mean, this is and, and we haven't even had election day yet. No. Hope you're stocked up. Hope your eggs are clean. It's getting a little scary. Uh, All right, let me take a minute and tell you about Bills.com. Being in debt really sucks. You've got the credit card debt, maybe student loans, mortgages, doesn't matter what kind. Being in debt is just awful. Um, I've I've been there in the past. I know that when you're in debt, uh, it's just adding so much stress to your life. It's all you think about. You're losing sleep. Uh, And if you're losing sleep over maxed out credit cards or stressed out thinking about your mortgage payments or student loans, Bills.com can help take back control of your life. First step to lowering your monthly payments and becoming debt-free is to get a free debt assessment. It only takes a few minutes, and you could save hundreds or even thousands of dollars every single month. From debt settlement to personal loan consolidation to student loans or mortgage refinancing, Bills.com has you covered. They've, they're part of the Freedom Financial Network, which has been in business since 2002, and they've settled over $10 billion in debt. Take the first step to defeating your debt. Get your free debt assessment today. Go to bills.com slash unleashed. That's bills.com slash unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. couple of tweets here. Uh, Kyle P. tweets, Did Pat start calling the demonstrators Democrats? Why'd he stop? He wasn't wrong. Oh. Did I, did I call demonstrators Democrats? A little Freudian slip there. Yeah, I like uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Spat out of hell, Kurt tweets, All crimes are hate crimes. There's no such thing as a specific crime for hate. Thank you. Yes, but if they're going to do that, mm-hmm. then certainly... Uh, knocking a black man's teeth out qualifies. If, they, if you're going to start doing the hate crime thing, and we are, that certainly qualifies. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the ads of bite, we got this from um, uh, bifurcated ha- hamburger. Yeah, remember that uh, word? Bivital bifurcated hamburger. Yeah, didn't didn't Trump tweet out something about hamburgers? Once? Yeah, something <laughs> close to that. With all the ads of Biden lately being everywhere, I think it's safe to say he finally tapped into the Messam war chest. Oh, that's right! Messamentum kicking oh, into gear. That was a, he had five bucks in there? Like, literally, it was a five dollars. Yes, it was literally five dollars in his war chest. What is Wayne Messam up to these days? Uh, well, I think he's right behind Biden, and he's probably donated that war chest to him. Uh, and that's, that's what Biden... Uh, that's how he went out and found this bar owner who's just... He just owns a co-owns a bar in Michigan. That's all, and yeah. uh, struggling, right? Struggling because his bar is empty. Do you remember this commercial? Everywhere I go, people have a story about the Blind Pig. The Blind Pig has been one of those clubs that attract artists from all genres. Yeah. For fifty years, the Blind Pig has been open and crowded, but uh, right now oh. it's an empty room. Dun, dun, this is the dun. reality of Trump's COVID response. We don't know how much longer we can survive not having any revenue. Really? 
a lot of restaurants oh, and no. bars that have been mainstays for years will sure. not make it through this. No. Nope. This is Donald Trump's economy. There's no plan and you don't know how to go forward. It makes me so angry. So angry. My only hope for my family, yeah, for this for your business, family, my for community, the business and your community is that Joe Biden wins this election. Okay, that's enough. That's the kind of person Get that. we need. That's his only hope for this man and his poor beleaguered business. His only hope is Joe Biden if he gets in there and lets him open up again. That Trump, ah, you know what he did? He sent Secret Service agents right to the blind pig and they stood in front of that bar and made sure this man did not open his business. So for his family, his business must reopen. I mean, I can't tap into the inheritance I got that gave me tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. What what now? Can't tap into that because I've saved that for all the things I'm investing in and all the Democrat causes that I contribute to. Wait, what? So my only hope (laughs) for the blind pig is if uh, Joe Biden's elected. But wait, you just kind of glossed over... What? What part? The... That uh, the only way sworn, his family can I, survive. I could have sworn you talked about millions in inheritance. Yeah, m- many, many millions. The guy's an angel investor, but you don't want to mix that with the with the bar money, but right? He just you said don't want to. He made a heartfelt his, plea. I know his only survival chance, his only chance to survive, to live, to thrive, to be able to feed his family, right, is if Joe Biden's elected. What is uh, well, that, and he does have an inheritance of millions and millions okay. of dollars. Again, you keep slipping that in like it's inconsequential. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what's going to happen? Is Joe so Biden going to overstep <clears throat> Governor Whitmer? I mean, what do they want? What- I, I guess so. I Yeah. Is that what will happen? Will Biden mandate that all businesses now open? Because uh, Honestly. What is it they want, I wonder? You, you brought up a, an interesting point a few minutes ago. Uh, off air, I think. That yeah. Okay, so what, what what do you want him to do? Now, yeah, Trump has bungled this so badly. What you, should he right, have done? You pointed out, this is how our conversation off the air started. You pointed out a stupid banner on CNN that said a report came out that uh, basically 100,000 extra deaths are because of how Trump handled the yeah, crisis. Yeah, it was from 130,000 to 210,000. Okay. So literally they're attributing almost every death to Donald Trump's actions. Yeah, and my, my question to you was, well, so what do they want? Do, do right. they want a dictator? Do yeah. they want Trump to be the dictator? He should have just mandated all businesses close and stay closed. But then he's right. destroyed the economy. So what about that part and of he's it? being called, rightfully so, at this point, if he had done that, a Unreal. dictator. Just unbelievable. What do they want? I don't know. All right. Brad Meltzer tells us about his latest books. Next. Gray Unleashed. Uh, joining us now, Brad Melter. You know him, of course, from TV. He's a protector of history. He's the writer of great books, mm-hmm. including children's books. And he's got two new ones uh, that I think your kids are going to love. Uh, welcome, Brad Melter. Thanks for being on. Uh, thanks for having me back. Uh, it's great to have you. You've got uh, how many of these have you written now of the oh, of I the agree. I Am series? Yeah, so we still, you know, there's 22 now. When I first wow. went to the publisher, I said, I said, I want to, wow. I want to 
build this library of real heroes for my kids where I could teach them compassion and, and kindness. And most important, that thing that is lost in America today is character. And we said, they said, oh, I, I love this. I am Amelia Earhart. I am Abraham Lincoln. That's great. Two books. And I said, no, no, I, ne- I don't want to sell you two books. I want to <laughs> sell you 100 books. I want to help you build a library. And we are now almost a quarter way there. Wow. Oh, a quarter way. Wow. wow. So uh-huh. you, you are churning these out then. Um, when did you, So it only started a few years ago, right? How long ago did you start yeah. the series? Pat, listen, I know it's crazy, but you were here for the first ones. We've done this now six years. Yeah. Um, we did I Am Rosa Parks, I Am Albert Einstein, Jackie Robinson. I don't know if I ever told you this, but when the 2016 election was hitting four years ago, something amazing happened with the books is two of our books started selling more than any others. And they were, I am Martin Luther King Jr. and I am George Washington. Oh, wow. And it wasn't a Democrat or Republican thing. It was a parents and grandparents on both sides as they were watching Donald Trump and Hillary argue on television. They were just tired of turning on the TV and seeing politicians. And what they wanted to show their kids were leaders. And we all know there's a huge difference between politicians and leaders. And I love Mm -hmm. the fact that people now use the I Am books to fight back against the cynicism that they see in America today. And so your two latest, I Am Anne Frank and I Am Benjamin Franklin. Now, Benjamin Franklin, one of, I think, almost everybody's favorite founding fathers. What can you say uh, about Ben Franklin that is disparaging? I mean, he he was an abolitionist. He was an inventor. He was uh, seemingly a pretty good guy in virtually every way. Um, what, tell us about, uh, the, I am Benjamin Franklin book first. Yeah. So, you know, this book was written, you know, each book is always written, not just for the historical part, of course, which we care about, but is the moral value that's at the center of it. And what Benjamin Franklin, we all know him, of course, for his experiments on electricity and flying his kite. But to me, his greatest experiments were the ones he did on himself to be a better person. He was always trying to better himself. And one of the things that he would do is he would actually keep rules to live by, rules to make himself a better person. And I love those. And he used to write them down. And the rules were very simple. They would say, you know, number one would be that you got to make sure that you always are frugal. You don't spend your money on things you don't need. You got to make sure that you always tell the truth. You got to work hard. And one of the most important ones is don't speak badly about other people. And I know our kids today, you know, they look at us and, we, and we're all fighting with each other, right? Everyone's like, this one did this and this one did that. And I blame them and I blame them. And I want my kids to know there are fights worth having, but you've got to teach your kids about accountability. And Ben Franklin knew that the only way you change the world is you must start with yourself. And I love that about him. And I want my kids to learn that accountability from him. And the other thing that I wanted them to learn, you know, is Ben Franklin, this is crazy, but he... Obviously, he helped edit the Declaration of Independence. He edited Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson. So Thomas Jefferson, at 33 (laughs) years old, writes the Declaration of Independence. And Ben Franklin's basically like, you know, I got some notes, (laughs) right? And and he comes in, and and it's Ben uh, Jefferson writes, we hold these truths to be sacred and undeniable. And Ben Franklin is the one who says, no, no, no. How about this? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And that's Ben Franklin's editing. And I want my kids to know also, you know, my kids are always like, mm. oh, I didn't, this drawing didn't come out good or this writing didn't come out good. I'm like, listen, even Thomas Jefferson got edited by Ben Franklin. It's okay. <laughs> uh, something I learned, I, I was just opening up uh, your book and reading through it a little bit a few minutes ago. And 
I learned something immediately. I, I didn't realize that Ben Franklin got his first job at 10 years old. 10. Oh, that is no, that is no accident. That is, my kids are always complaining, always are like, you know, you just always say like, I, listen, I worked when I was 15 years old. I had to go to work. I used to scoop ice cream at Haagen-Dazs in the mall. Mm-hmm. And, my, and I said, <laughs> my kids are always complaining because I, I make them get jobs. I'm like, you've got to get a job. And I don't care. And Ben Franklin, at 10 years old, they were like, you're going to work. And it wasn't even like they were like, oh, you're going to deliver the papers. You know, when we did I Am Walt Disney, Walt Disney had a paper route. Very cute, adorable. Ben Franklin, they were like, this is what a blacksmith is. This is like, they were like, you mean work, work. Like, and that's how it used to be. And I love the yeah. fact that we do that. I also love that Benjamin Franklin is there, you know, as, a, as standing up for the free press and making sure we understand I love the fact when he used to publish his newspapers, he didn't just publish his own ideas. He published those of the opposite side. And he said, if you just listen to one view, you're only getting half the picture. You're not an informed citizen. And I love the fact that Benjamin Franklin reminds us why the founders thought it was so important for the press to make sure to keep our leaders in check and make sure there's someone always asking the other side. Explain how he became a published author. (laughs) Uh, you know, he, this is this is also, again, ingenuity is what the I Am Benjamin Franklin as a book is all about. And I don't think there's anything more ingenious than what you just picked out is mm. Benjamin Franklin's brother is running the newspaper. He knows if he submits a letter that he wants to publish, his brother's going to be like, you're my stupid younger brother. There's no <laughs> way I'm publishing it. <laughs> so what does Ben Franklin do? Ben Franklin writes a letter, but he gives it a fake name. And he gives it the name Silence Do Good. He gives it literally like a fake female name <laughs> that is really Benjamin Franklin in disguise. He uses the pen name. And his brother's like, this woman wrote to us and she's a genius. <laughs> He's the first troll, right? <laughs> Isn't that right? He is, he is the first <laughs> troll. That's fantastic. And, but Benjamin Franklin is the one, and one of my favorite. You know, we always start these books. And this may be truthfully for kids, because these are kids' books, obviously, like age four to probably 12 years old. And the pages that are the most important is we always show you the hero when they were little kids. So you see Benjamin Franklin when he was a little boy. He was ingenious even then. He used to have experiments where he loved to swim. And my kids love to swim, so they immediately like him. And he said, you know, I realized that if my hand, whoever's hands are bigger and feet are bigger, they go faster in the water. You could paddle faster. So he, he makes these homemade, almost like oven mitts. He puts them on his feet as well, like flippers, homemade flippers. And suddenly he starts flying through the water. And my kids, when they read that, mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin is no longer a black and white figure in a history book. Ben yep. Franklin's alive again. And he's bold and he's daring and he's fun. And now they'll follow him anywhere. They'll read the entire book of I Am Benjamin Franklin, knowing that he's just, you know, these aren't the stories of famous people. This is what we're all capable of, being ingenious, being creative, being clever, improving yourself. Those values are what are in the book but we're all capable of that every single day. I love this. And I, and I, I know you probably didn't look into this uh, or, or write about this in, in the book for, for children, but one of the things that bugs me about uh, when people talk about Ben Franklin is his womanizing. Now, in, in all of your research uh, for, for this book and all the research that you do, have you ever seen any evidence that Ben Franklin was this player? Uh, because that's how every single movie uh, depicts him. No, they always make him like he's like the guy in the bar is like, hey, yeah, hey, baby. Hey, yeah. Hey, right. Yes. Right. And you know what? I did not like this is what I did find. What I found was, um, listen, Ben Franklin was a member of the Hellfire Club. That's the 
greatest name of any secret club. I want to be a member of the Hellfire <laughs> Club, right? It's like the best name. Um, and the Hellfire Club was a secret society, was a group that used to have great parties in France. Does he mean he hit on women? I have no idea. I don't know where the proof <laughs> comes from. I don't know where. Right. But he certainly liked to go to France and drink. And, and again, but yeah. that's what you did in France. That's what people <laughs> still do in France. So, uh, you know, to me, um, obviously, as a kid's book, we did not, you know. Yeah, didn't delve into that. In there. Yeah. Right. We, that was the part we, we decided to go over. But, um, but we don't hide from the fact that, you know, Benjamin Franklin, we put it in the book. You know, there, there are people who will say, oh, he owns slaves. I'm like. We put in the book, you know, he also spent the last years of his life, as you correctly said, um, as president of an organization against slavery. Right. And we got to remember, you know, like people want to say, oh, the founders did this, the founders did that. I'm like, you know, are they good? Are they better? Are they complicated like the rest of us? And you know what? They are. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always say, if you're looking for perfection in a person, you're going to find no one. There's God and then everyone else take a number, right? Like, yes. we're all are flawed in ways, every one of us. And to me, that is not make you not a hero. That makes you human, and it's okay. Like, that's what makes you beautiful. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Anne Frank, I mean, an amazing, an amazing story. Uh, what lessons can kids learn from Anne Frank's story? In, yeah, and this may be the most important book we've done in the Ordinary People Change the World series. So I always look around at what the world, what I want for my own kids. And anti-Semitism right now is at a 40-year high. Uh, there was a study recently mm-hmm. done that said millennials don't even know basic facts about the Holocaust. Oh, I'm sure. Our kids, right? Our kids need hope today. They need hope. And there's no better way to teach it than with Anne Frank, the little girl who hid from the Nazis in an attic but yet still thought people were good at heart. And I want my kids to know that even in the darkest places, you can always find light. That's what hope is. It's a fire and it burns within you. And when you put it on, nothing puts it out. And that's what as a book, I am Anne Frank is. Again, no question, the most important book I think we've done. What's uh, what's up next in the bread melter uh, empire? Uh, do you have more? You know who you're going to do next for the children's series, and and do you have any any uh, novels coming out? Yeah, so I'm working on the new thriller right now. Uh, that I'm trying to finish up, like truly, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, the next kids book is I am Frida Kahlo, which we um, oh. is an amazing artist. Which you know is yeah, obviously a- I wanted to. We had a lot of requests for our kids always write. They go to our website. They go to, you know, ordinarypeoplechangetheworld.com. Mm-hmm. Parents will say, can you do this book? Can you do this hero? Kids are very different. Kids demand who they want. They're like little terrorists with a list of demands. You know, they <laughs> like, they're like, make this book, write this book, do this book. Frida Kahlo was one of our most requested heroes that we had. Um, and we love doing her. And then the other thing is PBS took our kids' books and they turned it into a cartoon TV show. So you can now watch our kids' books come to life every episode um, on Xavier Riddle in the Secret Museum. It's about Xavier, his sister, Eugenia, huh. their best friend, Brad, <laughs> cartoon character of all time. <laughs> um, and they have, a pro- you know, they have a problem every episode, like they've been bullied, so they go back in time. They meet Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks teaches them how to deal with bullies. They come back to the present day and use it. And that was actually last Friday's episode. So um, it, it's been fun to watch us take, you know, I want to put Ben Franklin in there. We just obviously did George Washington. We've done Abraham Lincoln. Um, I love the fact that we get to bring these heroes. We did Jackie Robinson to mm-hmm. life, and it's been just the most amazing reward to watch the I Am series come to life. Uh, do you do you do these digitally? Can you just buy these like in in ten seconds on the internet? 
I, I suppose you would lose a lot of the really cool uh, illustrations and things if you did that. But um, no, we do. You can buy them. You can buy them as eBooks. The truth you is, can. parents don't want. They, they, my thrill is people buy as eBooks all the time. And interestingly, parents don't want their kids on eBooks because it's another device. And mm. yeah, and I, I got to yeah. tell you this story about Anne Frank because I just remembered it. Just reminds me. Okay. Is and this this is why you want a story that you read with your kids. Although you can download it, and have fun, but. This is the story about because you need to see the art is um, one of the great pages in the book. When, when Anne Frank goes into the attic, we ask Chris of Eliopoulos, our amazing artist, to actually shrink the book to, so that when you're reading the book, instead of being full color pages as half the book is, when she goes into the attic, the book starts shrinking the space. So there's black on top, black on the bottom, and the panels themselves get smaller and smaller. So you feel that claustrophobia. And my favorite moment story mm. in the Anne Frank and I am Anne Frank is this is Anne Frank had one window. Her only view from the attic was one window, and out the window was a chestnut tree. That's her view to the world. And all she could see, she couldn't go close to the window because if she did, people would see her. So all she could see was this chestnut tree. In the winter, the leaves would fall off. In the spring, leaves would grow back. And this was her YouTube. This was her phone. This was her Netflix. Mm -hmm. And eventually, of course, Anne Frank dies. They preserve the house where she was. It's a museum today. They try to also preserve the chestnut tree, which they do until 2010, when the chestnut tree gets blown over. But here's what happened, Pat, is they take the saplings from the tree and they start planting it all over the world. And today, there are chestnut trees blooming, and Frank trees blooming all over the globe, stronger than ever. Wow. And I love giving my kids that lesson and showing them. You know, when you tell, when you read I Am Am Frank with your kid, she becomes a part of your kid's life. Your kid becomes a part of her life and that you plant a seed, a seed of, of basically strength and resilience. And I love the fact that this book, when you read it with your kid, is, is, gives your kid a resilience you never realized they had. Hey, hey Brad, this is Keith. Um, now, in hindsight, you mentioning the next book is Frida Kahlo. I mean, that's a little sneak peek of that in the Anne Frank book with her uh, pinning up a picture of her uh, up there. So that... That's pretty smooth move, by by the way. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, you you planning ahead. You're, you're, you're you are a wizard. What one of the things we hide? We hide in every book secret things. So you can oh, find really? me hidden in every book. Oh, oh okay. yeah, I'm I, I knew you book. were in every book. Yeah, but okay. Hmm. But, but I'm like the ball. I'm like the ball. Where's Waldo now? So uh-huh. That's right. They, that's right. They, they, and can I just say well, we, put, we actually put we put we put Superman in every book. We hide him sometimes. It's what? Superman, sometimes it's Superman. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you really? I gotta go back and look we, at this. Oh, that's cool. That's we great. Put the number twenty-seven. The number twenty-seven is hidden in every book, also in every one of my novels. Uh-huh. We also hide in every single book, in every I am book. We hide the next hero. So when you read I am Amelia Earhart, uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln's hidden in there. You read I am Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. Rosa mm. Parks is hidden in there, that is awesome. and you can find everyone. And and kids love. They're yeah. literally the day the book comes out, they will write to me and say, "I know who the next hero is." So obviously, the book just came out. So now the cat's out of the bag. That is so cool. cool. Okay, and just one last plug for you here because I got to do this, man. Uh, my kids and I, we we read you know the first conspiracy, the secret plot to kill George Washington. And we read the Lincoln conspiracy about the first plot to kill Abraham Lincoln. Uh, these aren't children's books. These are, you know, written. There's historic books, and they are such good resources for homeschoolers. Uh, read those oh books. Oh my gosh! You know, our homeschoolers for us, the kid, homeschoolers number one supporters, like librarians and homeschoolers mm-hmm. for the I am books have been incredible because they the values are there in a way that we're not seeing anywhere else. And um, but as you said, I'll tell you this is. 
homeschoolers love the fact we we had such demand from homeschoolers for uh, for the first conspiracy we actually did a young adult version a young adult version of the first conspiracy so you can now read the first conspiracy as a young adult set for basically that junior high school kid or even that very good uh, elementary reader it's pretty amazing yeah. to watch and, kids around the country and, and there's such great books that you know the adults get just as much out of them as the kids when you read them with them yeah, no, no, it's been, those books have been rewards, I didn't, you know, like a gift to myself, because I have all these kids now telling me how much they admire George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and again, my God, so we important. need those lessons. Oh my gosh, yes. Those heroes today. So important. Brad, thanks a lot. Uh, com. best place to go to get these? Yeah, you can get those, Ordinary People <clears> Change. Well, Amazon has I Am Frank half price right now, so get it oh. before they change the mind up. Brad, thanks a lot. $7. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll put the link up Love at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Thanks, Brent. All right. Got to tell you about Keeps. Uh, if you've noticed your hair thinning out, it sucks. You don't have to put up with it. I mean, sucks. Really hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to stop it, go to Keeps.com slash Pat. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat. They offer the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss uh, treatments and you don't have to go anywhere to get them just go online from the comfort and privacy of your own home uh, answer a few questions snap a few pictures of your hair then a licensed doctor will review all your stuff and they'll recommend the right hair, hair loss treatment for you about 90 percent of men uh, or people who do this because women can too uh, but about 90 percent experience uh, a stoppage of the hair loss incredibly important and then 67, 68% get hair regrowth. Fantastic. Go to keeps.com slash pat. 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. Keeps.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, by the way, M1, next chapter, America Goes Back to Work. Big virtual event on Saturday here in Dallas. It's airing on social media this time because we can't get together in person. Otherwise, we'd all die. And I think you know that. Every one of us would drop dead immediately after this event if we did it in person. And we can't have that. Can't have it. Uh, So because we're at a, a turning point in American history, no matter what this election will change the course of America. So be with us on Saturday. We're going to debunk the 1619 Project. Critical. Glenn's going to announce a new initiative and a new education center here in Dallas where families and students from around the world can come to Dallas and learn about the true history of America. You won't believe until you see it uh, what Glenn is setting up here in this complex. It's pretty amazing. Plus, you'll be able to see a couple of the really cool uh, artifacts that we have. Darth Vader, the actual Darth Vader mask from the movie and the R2-D2. There's going to be a live auction with incredible items, uh, an opportunity to spend time with David Barton and Glenn here in Dallas. So go to M1 Next Chapter, M1 nextchapter.com, all one word, of course, to learn more about, uh, to learn more. And, or you can go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org. It's all on Saturday don't miss it. Uh, Brad's incredible, isn't he? Oh, uh, these books are awesome. If you have if you have children who are you know still uh, growing, these probably aren't as uh, valuable when your kids are in their twenties <laughs> as they were when they were in their you know zero to 
10 years old yeah, or so. Yeah, but then they're getting ready to have kids of their own. Yeah, it's true. So start a collection. For your because grandkids. these are great. And now I've got to go back through them all and look for 27. I always see... Superman. Yeah, I always see, I always Brad. see Brad. Mm-hmm. But now i got to go back. i got to do 27... Superman and the T's I had no of the idea next... he did that. Right. No idea. I feel like such Really a... cool. Yeah, I got to let's say 20. Yeah. Superman. Uh all right, you know what happened? Uh AstraZeneca had doing tr- doing a uh, cor- coronavirus vaccine trial in Brazil. Okay. And uh one of the participants died. I'm sorry, say that one more time, please. AstraZeneca's coronavirus vaccine trial okay. ended in the death of uh one of their participants in Brazil. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, can you trust the vaccine? Well, probably because they died from the placebo. Killed them dead. Wait, the placebo uh, the, killed the person. The placebo killed the person? At least they took the placebo, so. Well, that really sucks so, for this guy. That does suck for the I guy. I mean, think about this. Yeah. You've got the COVID yeah. that he had, and they're like, all right, hey, you want to be a part of a trial? Yeah, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, you're getting the placebo. And then he dies. And then he dies. So I wonder if the vaccine would have helped him. Who knows? But I mean, I don't know. It would have had a higher chance of helping than the placebo. Twenty-eight years old, too. Really Ooh. sad. Twenty-eight. Yeah, that's not good. Shoot. Okay, so at least you you can't attribute that to the vaccine from AstraZeneca anyway. What's in that placebo? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Rat poison. Is that bad? <laughs> Is that bad? All right. So you got two options here. <laughs> You got a you got a, a, a vaccine. We're right, in the, we're in the trial stages, so no yeah. promises. I can't promise you anything with this vaccine. Uh huh. And then we have rat poison. And then you get rat poison. Hmm? Now I don't know. Does rat poison cure COVID nineteen? Yes. You won't have COVID nineteen after you're poisoned. You won't, <laughs> you won't wow. have it anymore. Yeah. So so you know, look I mean, into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be sure to. Who knows? Yeah, that's. So uh, we had so much jammed into this, we didn't get to it. Ton of stuff. I got to tell you about John Stossel's battle with Facebook. Uh oh. Uh, we'll get into that uh, tomorrow because we're not going to have time for it now. But that that's an amazing story, and and really all of this dangerous silencing of voices on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and it's really only voices on the right. This is un-American. It's unacceptable, the silencing of any contrasting points of view. I mean, it's terrifying, and it's got to stop, and so we'll get into that a little bit tomorrow. Plus, uh, Jeffy will be here, and we'll squeeze some fun into the day as yeah, well. More on trivia, two undefeated more on teams. More on trivia. <laughs> uh, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh tomorrow. More on trivia. Don't forget, we'll see you tomorrow here on Pat Grandleach.